That game actually went a lot better than I anticipated, even though the New Jersey Devils came out on the losing end. However, they just need to clean up a few things and they need to look for more options. What do I mean by that? We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils Podcast on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, College Hockey Play-by-Play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And what can I say, guys? The overall showing from the New Jersey Devils against the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think a lot of you could vouch for me. It went way better than what I was anticipating the game was going to head into, which is I thought the New Jersey Devils were absolutely going to get manhandled. I thought they were going to get blowed out. I said hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. But once again, the New Jersey Devils uh, showed that they have some fight in them. Now, the thing is, how can they find it consistently? Because it seems like we only step up our games against the very good teams and then the gimme wins that we're supposed to win, like against the Dallas Stars or the LA Kings or uh, the Arizona Coyotes just last week. It just seems like we fold and we just don't show the uh, best amount of effort that we know that we're potentially capable of showing. It's one of the reasons why Devils fans like myself are sometimes frustrated with those games. It's just because we know that the New Jersey Devils can do better. Now, uh, for the last couple episodes, I've been talking about the overall goalie woes for the New Jersey Devils. I talked about Mackenzie Blackwood's injury. I've been talking about his lack of support on the backup end. I've been talking about how Neil from Devil State of Mind uh, compared Mackenzie Blackwood's career to Corey Schneider's. And I talked about the overall disappointment outing from Akira Schmid when he saw seven shots against the Dallas Stars and he allowed four goals. Absolutely got sunburned in that game. And then John Gillies had to play hero. I talked about the overall just lack of, uh, I guess, intuition from Lindy Ruff and the management just because I felt as though they could have handled Mackenzie Blackwood's injury situation a lot better. Like, you know, they let him play the entirety of that Arizona Coyotes game when he obviously wasn't up to par. Maybe I'm missing something, but at the same time, I would have taken Mackenzie Blackwood out in that instance. But, you know, you guys have heard my opinion about that long enough. But, you know, I hate to be this guy because John Gillies did actually put up a decent showing. And we're going to talk about later in this episode, but this loss is on John Gillies, guys. Look, I said it. I I hate to sound like the bad guy. I hate to sound like the pessimist. I hate to be the villain, but uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Anyone who watched this game, they saw that John Gillies just had poor rebound control, and that's what ultimately was our Achilles heel. Like I said, I'll talk about that later on in the episode. It's not really on John Gillies because John Gillies just doesn't get the consistent reps uh, that a normal backup goalie would get because right now it's just a cluster mess for the New Jersey Devils. So when looking at this game, I need the New Jersey Devils to build on it. They cannot keep regressing. And speaking of regressing, well, you know, this is not really regressing. This is more progressing. Uh, Dougie Hamilton has has been cleared to partake in practices for the New Jersey Devils. Uh, He is in a non-contact jersey, so he is not back to full contact practice, but that is a good sign. I would anticipate that Dougie Hamilton, maybe not the next game against the Carolina Hurricanes, but maybe the game after that when we take on the Toronto Maple Leafs in that back-to-back little mini-series. So I would expect maybe Dougie Hamilton will return at around that time. Maybe, uh, you know, if he's good uh, for the next New Jersey Devils practice, maybe they'll let him do contact and maybe he'll be a 
game time decision. But for right now, all the information I got for you is that Dougie Hamilton is back to practicing. So uh, there's another key piece for the New Jersey Devils that we need because remember, at the beginning of January, the reason why Dougie Hamilton was racking all those points was because he was taking a lot of shots. So whether he gets the goal or someone's able to redirect it on in and he gets the assist, you know, you cannot score if you don't shoot. And Dougie Hamilton is the epitome of when in doubt, just shoot the puck. We need that. We need that aggression because, look, I'm glad that we have two guys. We have um, we have Jesper Brat and Jack Hughes who are pretty much averaging a point per game. But at the same time, the question is, is like, where do we get more consistent scoring from? Because we're not really talking about Andreas Janssen like we used to do. Um, and also Pavel Zaka, I believe he only has like three points in his last 12 showings. And then... Uh, we're looking at someone like Nico Heizer. Someone tweeted out saying, "Was Nico Heizer even playing in this game?" Because sometimes we forgot that he was out there, and we we need to find that third option. And you know, Alex Javanti actually tweeted out saying, "Should we switch up our lines a little bit and separate Jesper Brat and Jack Hughes?" So I'm going to talk about that in this episode as well. But my first initial reactions for the game was that I didn't have high expectations for the Devils, but good things come to those who don't expect much. And quite honestly, the Devils surprised me. In their power play opportunity in which Damon Severson was able to get the power play goal and give the Devils a one to nothing lead, I think I speak for everybody for the New Jersey Devils uh, fan base. That was the best power play that I've seen the Devils make this season. Now, they did let up a shorthanded goal in this game, but at the same time, you know, uh, some of that can be on uh, John Gillies' shoulders for just not controlling the rebound, but we'll talk about that a little later in the episode. But at the same time, that was the best power play that I saw executed from Mark Recchi's squad. Like, seriously, like, Mark Recchi, we, we've been talking about maybe he should be fired, maybe he should be let go. If it didn't work out for the Pittsburgh Penguins, maybe it's not going to work out for New Jersey. But Mark Recchi, you know, guys, wh- whatever you want to think of him, you know, he's made the New Jersey Devils penalty kill pretty solid and respectable, and the power play is improving. It seems like every game or every two games or so, it seems like the New Jersey Devils are able to get a power play goal, and that's what we're looking for. We're just looking for small improvements in our game, something to build on, and I need the New Jersey Devils to continue to build on that because look at that. You were passing it around. You had a sense of purpose. You had a pep in your step. You had a spark lit underneath you. You were executing. You were looking for the opening. You were collapsing the defense. Damon Severson was able to rocket it on in. That's how you do it. You need to keep building on the little things like that. I get it. We're not really big on moral victories right now. We're on a three-game losing streak. We're second to last in the Metropolitan Division. Thank the Lord. The Philadelphia Flyers are on like a, what, a 13 or a 14-game losing streak right now. So, like I said, the New Jersey Devils were like a cat. We have like nine lives. It it seems like we should be dead last and with no hope and uh, the end in sight. But at the end of the day, guys, we're still pretty much in the middle of the pack in the Metropolitan Division because aside from the Hurricanes, Penguins, and Rangers, and also the Capitals, you know, the Blue Jackets, they have 39 points the islanders have 36 we have 35 and the flyers have 34 so regardless of what you think about the new jersey devils they they are they're like a cat guys i don't know what else to say so they are tight roping out of just falling completely into irrelevancy in the nhl like they're they're just continuing to stay afloat and i love it but at the same time i would love for the new jersey devils to maybe capitalize on it and get a couple points because we kind of need that just a little bit just so that we 
you know, don't keep playing with fire because, you know, at the end of the day, a cat only has nine lives. And once you use up all those nine lives, I don't think you get it again. So at the same time, the one thing I want the New Jersey Devils to do, especially in their next game against the Carolina Hurricanes, yes, you did beat the Carolina Hurricanes. Circumstances were a little different. And I don't think uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are going to play like they did the last time they played us. I can guarantee that for a fact. So just keep building on the little things. Keep taking the moral victories and keep looking for Jesper Brat and Jack Hughes to basically facilitate our offense for us because that's who we, we really have to rely on. So overall for the Devils, uh, first glance at the game, you know, it's disappointing we didn't get the win. It's disappointing that we didn't get two points. It's disappointing that we couldn't send it into OT and, you know, possibly get a point out of it. I really thought the New Jersey Devils had a chance, especially when time was winding down. It, it just looked like uh, a few shots got redirected, so there was nothing they could really do. But at the end of the day, it's not one of those games where you pull your hair out out of frustration and just be like, oh, come on, Devils, do better. It was one of those games where it was actually very entertaining, very competitive, and these are back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. These This team is no joke. Like I said, I was concerned about this game, but the Devils were able to, you know, surprise me a little bit, and that's what I like. So my thing for the Devils is, and I'll talk about this momentarily, it's like, how do we get that consistency night in and night out? Like, it seems like we only play well when we want to play well. Like, where was that effort uh, against the Arizona Coyotes? Where was that effort against the Dallas Stars? Or, you know, I get it. It's on Akira Schmidt. But, you know, at the same time, where was that effort? Where was that spark? Like, you can't just keep relying on Jack Hughes and Jesper Brat to uh, generate the offense for you. You got to look for other people. So we'll talk more about my initial reactions from the game. We'll talk about John Gilly's performance. And then I will give my final grade for the New Jersey Devils a little later. But first, it's time for the first and only live read this morning. And it comes from our friends at Bet Online. So there might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season from scored, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. They also do that for the NHL. So if you think Lindy Ruff is really on the hot seat, you might want to place your bets right now. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to get started. And it's not just football, Bet Online's basketball, hockey, boxing, NASCAR, UFC odds coverage is the best in the business from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and also visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. So, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I hate to be the pessimist, I hate to be the villain, I hate to be the Debbie Downer, I hate to be all those adjectives, but at the same time, I do gotta blame this loss on John Gillies. I'm really sorry, guys, but look, I know John Gillies put up a solid performance, and quite honestly, it doesn't take much to uh, basically be a solid goalie for the New Jersey Devils, because at this point, we are desperate for any solid production, because we are in the situation where beggars cannot be choosers. Mackenzie Blackwood is out, Akira Schmidt is pretty much not option. Nico Dawes is, I guess, with the uh, Utica Comets right now. I don't know what his story is, but at the same time, it's just like, um, you know, we, we we're just looking for some sort of answer, and we kind of got it from John Gillies. He put up a solid performance. I will give credit when credit is due. Unfortunately, he's made a couple boneheaded young guy mistakes. What I mean by that, and I said this at the beginning of the episode, his rebound control was terrible. All three of those goals from the Tampa Bay Lightning, look at the replay, and just look, loose puck out in front of Gillies, 
and he couldn't corral the rebound. He couldn't hold on to it. And as a result, the Tampa Bay Lightning were able to uh, just crash the rebound and get it into the back of the netting. So a good example is when the uh, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning were able to get their second goal of the game, thanks to Joseph. Look what happened. You saw that um, uh, John Gillies thought he made the stop initially, which he did momentarily, but he stood there like a statue because he thought it was in his catching glove. Unfortunately, he, he must have had his eyes closed or something. He must have been scared for his life because the puck was right next to him and he didn't move a muscle. And coming in, charging on in, the Lightning were able to get the rebound and just knock it in with ease. And John Gillies, that's going to end up on Sports Center, not top 10. Because, like I said, he just stood there frozen like a statue because he thought he had control of the puck and he was waiting for the referee's whistle. But ultimately, I think he was stunned when he saw that the uh, uh, the Lightning were able to light the lamp on him because he didn't have control of the rebound. And I, I think the third goal of the game should really, you know, I, I think that's the only one where you can kind of give the benefit of the doubt to Gillies because it was just a good uh, shot redirected and ricocheted out in front of uh gillies and unfortunately just right place right time but at the same time it was just like you know still that's a loose puck and that's poor rebound control from gillies so this loss in my opinion is on john gillies like i said he put up a solid production especially in period number one he made a lot of great stops i think my only other critique for John Gillies is stop playing the puck so much. Just let it come to you. That's my opinion. But at the same time, it's just like, um, you know, it's just like poor rebound control. And it's just young guy mistakes. And unfortunately, he's going to make plenty of those. But I, I will admit this. John Gillies put up a much better performance than I thought he was going to do. But at the same time, you know, I wasn't really expecting much from someone like John Gillies. Because, you know, if you don't expect much, then you know, usually good things will happen. But at the end of the day, it's just like I expect, um, I, I just expect better rebound control. And that's something that he's going to have to look back in, in film and just say, okay, so here's how you control the rebound. You got to land on it quickly. Use your stomach if you have to do whatever it takes, but you got to control the rebound because a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're very smart. They're, there's a reason why they're back-to-back champions. They, they usually capitalize on our mistakes. Like if we make even just the minuscule of mistakes, they're going to pounce like a tiger and they're going to eat us alive. I, I'm sorry for that kind of analogy. It just came to my head. But I, at the end of the day, you get what I'm saying. Like they're, they're, they're a team that's going to capitalize on the minuscule of mistakes. And you got to clean that up. You got to fix it. Because like I said, we still got three tough opponents to face. Well, you know, we got the Carolina Hurricanes and then we got the Tampa Bay, or excuse me, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs back to back. And then we play the Ottawa Senators and then the Montreal Canadiens. Hopefully those two teams, the Canadians and the Senators, hopefully those are giving wins. But at the same time, I don't I don't want to uh, jump to anything. I've gotten myself into trouble when I've guaranteed a win for the Devils and also called it a gimme win. But at the same time, you know, if Mackenzie Blackwood is out for an extended period of time, keep in mind, like, he did have surgery on that heel and uh, he re-aggravated it. So Lord knows how long he's going to be out for. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, if John Gillies is our go-to guy for the next week or two, then, uh, you know, he's got to clean that up. He's got to get back in the film room. He's got to get back into morning skate. He's got to get back on those drills. He has to control his rebounds and he has to let the game uh, play come to him. Otherwise, he's going to get eaten alive. So I like John Gillies. I like the overall showing. But at the same time, you know, he just had to clean it up a little bit. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm not trying to critique the kid. He did put up a good effort. Can't reiterate that enough. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, it, it just you just had to clean it up just a little bit. Just because, you know, 
like I said, um, he put up a better effort than I thought he was going to put up. But, you know, if, if you really want to, uh, you know, last in the NHL, you can't be making mistakes like that. It's one thing to make a mistake like that maybe once or twice, but three times, you know, um, I, I think anyone who watched the game knows that John Gillies needs to work on uh, the rebound control because that's what's going to kill him. And then uh, when talking about the offense for the New Jersey Devils, they have to find another source of offense like I get Dougie Hamilton has been out for an extended period of time he's been out since like you know early January so we're, we're not really getting uh our third option out there but at the same time we cannot just keep relying on Brat and Hughes to generate the scoring for us because like I said Pavel Zaka he's he only has like three points in his last 12 game appearances then Andreas Janssen the last time he had a big game was against the Carolina Hurricanes but you know he's been inconsistent so far so um, you know, Sharon Govich, I'm looking for something out of him. Uh, Bastion was able to shoot the puck five times this game. Same with uh, Hughes, and Hughes was actually able to um, uh, pick up a, a goal this game on the uh, rebound from uh, the shot that came off of Jesper Bratz. So uh, at the same time, you know, can't be mad at, um, you know, Hughes for that either because he was able to get a goal out of it. But at the same time, you know, be like Nathan Bastion. Be like Sharon Govich to an extent. Just keep shooting the puck. That's what I told Sharon Govich to do at the beginning of January, which is you cannot get a point if you don't shoot. Like, if you shoot it, redirects off uh, your teammate's stick, or, you know, they're able to corral the rebound, you still get an assist. Just ask Dougie Hamilton. So, uh, my thing is, is like, you know, I get Dougie Hamilton is set to return like any day now, I believe, uh, you know, I my personal timeline for him. Like I said, this is just uh, my my personal timeline just because I don't have any official word. I think it's anywhere from day to day to maybe like a week before we see Dougie Hamilton back. But I think it all depends what he does in practice. But at the end of the day, you know, um, it's just the minuscule things that the Devils need to clean up. But had that happened against the Arizona Coyotes, I don't think it would just because I don't think the Coyotes are that kind of team to capitalize on uh, uh, many teams' mistakes. So, like I said, it was just a tough opponent. and um, But it, it, it's a good learning experience for someone like John Gillies. So, I'm proud of the kid. But at the same time, you know, I do expect uh, just, just a little bit better. You got to clean it up just a little bit. And that's the last time I'm going to talk about it because I kind of sound like a broken record by now. So like I said many times in the show already, I am satisfied with the overall effort from the New Jersey Devils. I'm glad that Jesper Bratt was able to assist on Severson's goal on the power play. I'm glad that Hughes was able to get a goal off the uh, shot from Jesper Bratt. I was really scared. I thought that uh, was going to be called a goalie interference or something like that because the netting did get moved. But luckily... Finally, a call went into the way of the New Jersey Devils, and Jack Hughes was able to get his 11th goal of the year. But like I said, Jesper Brat, don't sleep on the guy. Uh, Jack Hughes doesn't have the season he's having without Jesper Brat, his running mate. So, um, you know, it, it, you could make the argument legitimately, and this is uh, an episode for another time, but could you make the argument that maybe Jesper Brat is better than Jack Hughes? But Jack Hughes, since he's like, you know, the main go-to guy for the Devils since he was the first overall pick, since he had this uh, hype surrounded him, do you think that maybe he steals the spotlight away from Jesper Brat, who's really been generating uh, mostly offense for the New Jersey Devils? But, you know, Jack Hughes does take our team to another level. But at the same time, you know, that is a legitimate argument. Not going to do it on today's episode, but just putting that thought out there. So when looking at the overall statistics, 35 shots on goal to 33 shots on goal in favor of the Lightning. Face-off percentage, 58% to 42% in favor of the Lightning. 
power play. Devils were one for three in their power play opportunities. Lightning were one for one. Also, the Lightning were able to get a shorthanded goal, and uh, their power play goal and their shorthanded goal uh, both came in period number two, so just not a good go-round for special teams for the New Jersey Devils in period number two. But like I said, I'm satisfied that they were able to get the power play goal, and uh, slowly but surely, they start to improve just a little bit more. Hits 35-25 to in favor of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Blocks 18-6 to in favor of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Giveaways 4-2, very low, uh, and the Lightning led that category. So when looking at the New Jersey Devils, uh, Jesper Bratt was able to get two assists this game. Severson was able to get a goal and assist, and uh, Hughes was able to get a goal. So, you know, there's your top uh, three performers for the New Jersey Devils. Um, and other than that, people had really an uneventful game. Nathan Bastian, being aggressive like always, was able to get five shots on goal. VC had four hits. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. And John Gillies, he saw, uh, 35 shots, saved 32 of them, giving a save percentage this game of 914. And John Gillies, you know, uh, a couple solid outings for the kids. So, you know, he had to come in and play Superman against the, uh, Dallas Stars, did pretty well. Uh, if you're curious to know about John Gillies' stats, he's appeared in seven games. He has a record of, eesh, one, four, and uh, one. He has a goals against average of 3.05 and a save percentage of 907. Like I said, beggars cannot be choosers, uh, but that is solid to our standards. Not NHL standards, but to our standards. So we'll take it. So overall, I'm going to give the New Jersey Devils a, uh, you know, uh, I'll give him a B. I'll give him a solid B for this game because it was good overall effort. Rebound control was an issue for John Gillies, but like I said, it wasn't really make or break. Still a very close competitive game. The Devils were able to get the first goal of the game, had their best power play uh, unit of the season. And overall, I just love the competitive spirit from the New Jersey Devils. And uh, I'm just really hoping that Dougie Hamilton can take our team to uh, another level and we can get back to winning and get back uh, into the mix in the Metropolitan Division. I'm really hoping for that. But like I said, thinking a little too far ahead. So let me know what you guys think about this overall showing for the New Jersey Devils. Hit me up at Locked on Devils and also my personal Twitter page at TreyMat4. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you guys. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.